Go ahead. Warning, this show is a put together by morons. Listen if you want, I don't give a shit. Ladies and gentlemen, it's a day that ends in Y, and it's time for Y Dragon West Winter! Okay, what we're listening to is Metallica's new jam, Lux Eterna. I don't know if you heard it or not. Pretty exciting stuff. Metallica's been on a break for a long time, and I'm a long-time fan, bitches. Ah, so it's good to have them back. If you'd like to listen to the full song, you can buy the album, or you can listen to it on YouTube. That's all you get here for free. What you get for free, also on the Juggernaut on the Big Show, is... Expert NFL advice and sterling comedic entertainment from our good friends Justin and Paul. Boys, are you there? All right, we got Justin and Paul on the phone. How are you guys doing? Hello? Hi, pretty good. How you doing? Howdy. All right. So, Justin, you're over at your uncle's house where there's apparently no internet signal and you don't have Messenger on your phone, so we got to rely on cellular service like it's in 1985. Or... <laughs> so you want to explain yeah. why you don't have Messenger on your phone? Don't want it, sir. Do you believe that the government is listening in? I mean, what's going on? I think you're trying to track me. You're, you're stalking me on Facebook. I'm stalking you on Facebook. Messenger is not Facebook. Messenger Didn't we do this is Messenger. On Messenger. Last week? Yeah, we did it on Messenger. No, we had to do use a standard phone line again because Justin, why are you at your uncle so much anyway? What's going on with you and your uncle? Because I'm putting on a hundred miles um, twice a week to show houses up in St. Cloud. You know, because real estate agents don't do anything. Well, that all depends. I mean, did you sell anything? Supposed to have a closing tomorrow morning at 8 and then uh, show some homes tomorrow evening. So, there you go. It's riveting. So, what's the score of the football game? Why is it? 17. What's the score? 17-7. 17-7. Okay. Who's even playing? I don't even know. Your mom and your grandma. My mom and my grandma. Well, they might yeah. be playing Obviously, in heaven. you don't read text messages because I said I could do it earlier or whatever. Then you said nine, and I said, I'm taking the bills before they played. I said, I don't care what the spread. Okay. Well, that's fine. Are you recording the game on your VCR, Justin, or are you watching it? Dude. The bunny ears. Oh, you got bunny ears? How come there's like these weird gaps? 
Why? Hello? Probably because it's a three-way speaker call. I don't know. Uh, it could be. Well, I mean, this is the this is our reality on one of the biggest shows in podcasting history. We got to rely on a three-way cell phone call. Maybe it's because they they still have MCI up in St. Cloud. <laughs> <laughs> My dad used to work for MCI. I don't know what you're talking about. Why is that so bad? Is your uncle on a telephone pole, like, stealing service right now? Like, patching? Yeah, yeah. He, and, well, yeah, he's got his little utility belt. He's hanging off of it, and he's got to, you know, touch three wires together, you know, with some tinfoil and stuff, for sure. Right. So, America won this week in the FIFA World Cup. Were you guys excited as the rest of the uh, soccer fans here in America, like all 20,000 of them? Uh, I was probably not quite as excited as the 20,000 fans. Why didn't it uh, trip your trigger, Paul? What's going on? Oh, I'm not a soccer guy. Are you? I, I, you know what I did for the first time ever in my life? I was working while the game was going on because some of us aren't realtors and have actual jobs. So I listened, right. I listened to the play-by-play on Sirius XM of the game. I listened to a soccer game play-by-play. Just when you thought watch, you couldn't come up with something more boring than watching a soccer game. <laughs> <laughs> so so what, did, what did the call sound like? Oh, and uh, so-and-so down again on the field, crying. Oh, they scrape him up, put him out to the sideline. 15 seconds later, eight seconds Oh, 30 seconds later, he's laying on the ground crying again because I heard that that's basically the whole game was the whole game. Bullshit. I don't know if, if that was the whole game. I mean, but it was a lot of it. I mean, and you could hear the guy crying on the field, too. Like, the audio was that good. You could hear him on the field going, ow, ow, ow. And the announcer's like, well, it seems like uh, Muhammad um, Sharik Aladdin is down right now with an apparent ankle injury after being sly tackled by Joe Bag of Donuts of the USA team, and he looks to be in tremendous pain. And then, like, the funny thing is the referee or whatever they're called, he comes over and issues a yellow card to the American for the slide tackle, and then the guy gets right up and he's immediately fine. Explain that. A little bit of action. I I, I explain it. I can explain it very easily. Soccer sucks. Wow, that's a bold statement. Um, That might cost you a couple of listings. You know, there's a lot of soccer fans here in the good old U.S. of A. And once they find out that Just 10 of uh, J&J Dynasty is not a soccer fan, um, I think your sales may dip a little bit, buddy. I think I'll chance it. You're going to chance it? So, Paul, yeah. you didn't watch a minute of that game or what? No. Too busy watching Gunsmoke? Uh, when was that? Yesterday? Day yes. Before? No, it was uh, Tuesday. Tuesday. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I was busy doing something. I, so thought, I thought you guys were Patriots. Jesus Christ. You can't support, yeah. even though you're not giant soccer fans, you still can't take the time out to watch a couple minutes. Dude, 
dude, I'm I'm gonna be all over the next game. I'm gonna be be rooting hard for the Netherlands because I'm Dutch and num- Dutch ancestry. But number one, that way I don't have to hear about this crap again for another four years. Kiss my ass, the Netherlanders. You're not Dutch. You're American. Root for America. No, my ancestors came from the Deutschland. That would be Germany, so right? Who knows well, how this works now? They in the round of sixteen. Is it uh, single elimination or what? Yeah, it's basically the Sweet Sixteen. I think it's double penetration. Well, I, we know what your preferences are, there, Mike. Pretty sure it's double penetration. Um. So. <laughs> You know, you know, but I, I'm not so sure about it. I don't know. I ain't sure. I ain't sure. I don't know how it works. But I do know that it's pretty entertaining. Do you guys not like soccer slash football, depending on what continent you're on? I mean, how it's just, you know, whatever it's called. Do you guys find it dull because of the lack of scoring? Is Is that what it is that kills it for you? Lack of scoring, lack of scoring attempts, lack of physical play, the lack of um, pretty much anything and everything. I mean, they've got skill. I mean, basically, what they're doing is they're 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 playing cross country, chasing after a ball. And oh my word, somebody scores a goal in three hours. Have you ever watched a soccer game start to finish? Either one of you? I've I've tried. I have tried. Start to finish? No, I don't. I don't think I've gone start to finish. Watch yes. maybe a little here, a little there. So it's any, safe. It's safe any, to say both of you are not going to be watching the game on Saturday. I, I know Justin said that he wants to watch it for his ancestors. That he's not even sure of. Are you even sure that you you, you, you said that you wanted to support the Deutschland, which is Germany, right? So you're German, Justin. Well, that's German, yeah. Isn't Germany still in it? Oh, well, they speak Dutch, right? Sprechen Dutch? I don't. I don't even know. Paul, you want to weigh in on that? Uh, Deutsch, Dutch. It's like potato, potato, right? I don't oh, know. But that's uh, speaking German. Sprechen Dutch. You speak German. That's what it means. So, but seriously, here's if you want to know, like. A nutshell objection to soccer. If the score can end 0-0, what kind of game was that? What was the point? <laughs> a bunch right? of people and showed up in a stadium and didn't, you know, watch nothing for three hours. And it's not just that it can end up 0-0. Like, on Tuesday, I guess, well, that was last week. I'm scrolling through the scores. But there's four games a day. Last Tuesday... Two games ended 0-0. Boy, that's excitement. On Wednesday, one game ended 0-0. There was one on Thursday. There's one on Friday. So, I mean, you got like four days in a row where at least one game ended 0-0. Another one today, Croatia and Belgium. Final score, 0-0. Or I think they would say nil-nil. What's up with that? Yeah, that that that's that that that, that game is making me ill ill. Yeah. So, Mike, are you a big fan? You know what? I'm a big fan of boys. I'm a big fan of America. I'm a big fan of apple pie. 
I'm a big fan of the red, white, and blue. I'm a big fan of all 50 states. So, yeah, I'm a big fan of You know what you should be a big fan of? (laughs) You should be a big fan of Cranky Yankee. We're already at that point. Uh, Cranky Yankee Corn Dogs is the number one self-acclaimed corn dog of Ireland, ladies and gentlemen. You are not going to be able to find a better corn dog than Cranky Yankee. Paul, you've tried I, Cranky Yankee. What did you think of it? Uh, me? No, I haven't had it. Where would I have had it? Well, well you've had my, it. My big, you've had it I'm before. still waiting for my complimentary uh, batter to show up for pimping this thing every week. Well, the batter can't be complimentary, lad. They have to ship it across the sea from the old country to your home. Oh, did you order a bag and pay for it? I'm the star of the show. Why would I pay for anything? Well, did you get a complimentary <laughs> bag? I got a complimentary well, couple of T-shirts from Cranky well, Yankee. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say every Saturday night he gets a complimentary tea bag. Uh, um, yes. <laughs> Complimentary tea bag from the old country of Ireland, the, Iron, the Emerald Isle. Well, so the other question is, Mike. The the let's let's wrap this back up. The Irish team did they celebrate each um, victory in the World Cup with some cranky Yankee? I believe Perfect. they. I believe they did. I, that's Here's how. The thing, though. That, that's how they celebrate soccer game wins in Ireland. They go out and they have themselves a cranky Yankee corn dog. And then they they eat a shamrock. I don't know. <laughs> Here's the thing, Mike. Though I mean, the Irish are eating cranky Yankee corn dogs. Right. They're not doing it celebrating their home team because they didn't even qualify for the round of 32 group stage play. Wow, well, I, I can <laughs> I so can see that. Map? Well, I mean, if you're eating a ton of cranky Yankees, how can you run so much? I mean, they're that good. Oh, is that the problem? The Irish soccer team ate too many corn dogs, and they couldn't get up and down the field. Pre-game meal. I can see that. So that's cranky Yankee corn dogs. Paul, how how can you find cranky Yankee corn dogs? You go on the old interwebs there, corndog.ie. Then what do you type in once you get to the Cranky Yankee website? Um, one. Unless you want two bags of batter. <laughs> well, if you're having some friends over and you guys want to batter it up, you're going to need a couple of bags of batter. You know? Makes sense. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Justin, your German team didn't advance to the uh, round of 16. I don't care about Germany. Uh, so just the Dutch half is what you're into. That's right. They're, they keep trying to steal us. The VOS is Dutch. The VOSS is German. Okay. I don't even know what that is. What does that even mean? Do you want to explain what think, that means? I think, I think he's talking about oh. his last name. Oh, 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 okay, Voss. I thought your last name was Dynasty. Well, as long as we're on J&J Dynasty, Justin, where can we find J&J Dynasty on YouTube? Um, 
um, way that cranky Yankees corn dogs. <laughs> we're done with that ad now. Now we're um, we're doing J and J. If there's a tire to be kicked, I can kick it. So if you need uh, fantasy football dynasty advice and you're just stuck and you don't know who to uh, talk to to uh, get the good advice, look no further than J and J Dynasty on YouTube. Right. Just <laughs> so let's you know, go ahead, can I, Paul. Can I say one one nice thing about soccer? Sure. Yeah. That I've learned by looking at the uh, the standings on my ESPN app, and that is that if you win a game, you get three points, but if you tie, each team only gets one. So there's actually a disincentive to tying since the game is worth less points. Uh, kind of like unlike the NHL where like there's a disincentive to try to win in regulation because the game is worth two points if you win in regulation becomes worth three points if it goes to overtime. It's two points for the winner and one for the loser. I will give them that. They're at least uh, incentivizing teams going for the win. Well, they have to because there's so many ties. It doesn't seem to be working that well with the number of zero zero ties. Well, that was stimulating, and I'm glad you shared that with us, Paul. Can we get on to some bigger news than FIFA World Cup? Like the biggest news, Metallica. There's something bigger. There is something bigger. Metallica is going back out on tour. How does that make you guys wow. feel? I can't wait to see auditoriums filled up with wheelchairs from the old people going to watch, watch the concert. It's going to be awesome seeing them, um, you know, in the mosh pit. You know, it's almost going to be like, what is that rope, the robots that, that battle with the wheelchairs and bumping into each other? That'd be awesome. That wheelchair rugby? <laughs> no, battle bots. Remember the battle bots? All the wheelchairs in the mosh pit would look like that probably. Have you guys heard their new song, Lux Eterna? No. Oh, it's good. Can you, can you hum a few bars of it for us? I'm actually playing it in the background as we're talking right now. Oh, okay. Do you think I like it? Um, <laughs> I'm pretty sure you like it. Oh, yeah. Cool, man. Yeah, that rocks. So they're going back on tour in 2024, correct, Paul? Uh, no, they're going out on tour in 2023, but it's a slow motion tour that'll roll right through 2024. 25? Nice. They're only, they're playing, uh, two, two shows at each city, mostly on a Friday and a Sunday. And that's the only, those one city a week. And they're taking off like a couple months in between here and there, maybe just in case James needs to check back into rehab or anything like that. Or or look for some McCoys. Look for some what? McCoys. What are McCoys? The Hatfields and the McCoys. Oh, holy shit. That joke was so bad. I, I didn't even, I'm sorry. 
What? Hatfields and McCoys? It's Hetfield. James Hetfield. No. That's actually, I'm pretty sure it's a Hatfield, and I believe that he's a great-grandson of Devil Ann's Hatfield. Um, Paul, you want to weigh in on that, please? I figured you'd give him a, uh, we don't know that. We don't know that. So, what are the ticket prices looking like for this show, and who's on the bill, Paul? Uh, well, it depends on, uh, yeah, it looks like most of the dates for the bills, like, in August of 2024, I think we've got a couple of dates at Soldier Field in Chicago, August 9th and 11th. And then the following week, you got a couple of dates at the U.S. Bank Stadium there in your uh, your hometown in Minneapolis. Fantastic. And, and yeah, you, know, you got Metallica performing, of course, both nights. And then I think the first night they're talking uh, Wolfgang Van Halen's band what? and Pantera, the newly reformed Pantera on the first night. And then... Uh, on the second night, what was it? Five Finger Nut Punch. And uh, somebody else you probably don't give a crap about. So what's the name of uh, Alex, what's our Wolfgang Von Van Halen's, what's his band's name? Uh, Mammoth WVH. Oh, I think Ice Nine Kills is playing with uh, before Five Finger Nut Punch. I see. Um, yeah. Maybe I'll they're, play uh, a little mammoth. Hardcore. I'm not sure if I've seen them though. Know, they've they've been on a festival lineup and probably played too early for me to see. Speaking of Five Finger Nut Punch, that's what a segment feels like. I'm playing a little mammoth in the background Thanks. right now. What's the name of this? Uh, Epiphany. I'm so sure. you got ticket prices that I think I told you yesterday. Uh, what did I tell you? With fee is the cheapest ticket for the shows at uh, U.S. Bank Stadium. And they're all two-day tickets. You can't buy it for one day and not the other, apparently. But the, the cheapest tickets they had were in the upper corners. And they were about 120 bucks after fees. But if you wanted to get into the lower deck, you were talking 400 bucks for a two-day so, ticket with fees. And then to get onto the field, you were talking over 400. And then uh, your your premium area was to get into the uh, they're calling the snake pit because they're they've got a round stage out in the middle of the field. And then there's a, a hollowed out area in the middle you can get into the snake pit, and that's going to cost you like a thousand bucks or so. So, but my question is: is who's going to want to see the same show two days apart? Well, it's not going to be the same show. They're going to play all different songs the two nights. They've got such a, a extensive catalog now with their. 12th studio album coming out. Yeah. 
It, this sounds like the Snoozapalooza tour. Snoozapalooza. So Metallica plays both nights then? And they play different uh, yeah. songs on both nights. Okay. That is correct. Hmm. They've well, done that actually a couple times recent in recent years at uh, some of the, the festivals they've played at. They were actually in 2020, they were scheduled to play at the Sonic Temple Festival in Columbus, Ohio, that I was going to go to before the pandemic shut everything down. And, uh, yeah, they were actually scheduled to play two nights there. Although, apropos to the concern about Hetfield uh, not being able to make it due to his uh, addiction problems, Metallica had already actually, they were in the process of canceling and being replaced for that festival in 2020 because uh, Hetfield was going into rehab. That's some shocking news. Can't believe it. Rock and rollers addicted to alcohol or drugs. What's the deal with Wolfgang Van Halen's weight? Why is he so fat? I didn't know he was. He's like he's like really heavy. He looks nothing like his dad. He looks more like his mom before she got on the Jenny Craig. I guess you guys have never seen a picture of uh Wolfgang Van Halen. Or you I don't care. Okay. I don't even know who that is. Okay. Well, I think we spent enough time on Metallica. We might as well get to what everybody wants. Well, I think the fans want to know what 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 are you doing? What kind of tickets are you buying? Do you already have your tickets or what? No, I haven't. I haven't gone out and gotten my tickets yet. I mean, you're a big Metallica fan, right? I am. I am, and I've seen all your text messages. It's Paul and I and another guy are working out if we want to go to this concert and how much we want to spend. But being what about the other other another guy. Uh, I, I don't know about the other another guy. I'm just talking about the other guy in the text group that we're all, you know. But oh. nobody's decided on what they want to spend yet. Probably because it's a fucking year and a half away. I mean, it's dumb that they're making us buy tickets a year and a half in advance. Am I wrong or am I right? By that time, they're going to need the break, and they're going to cut the tour short anyways. I don't know, dude. I had a, I got a pre-sale code, which allowed me to look up those ticket prices yesterday. And then you guys were all like, oh, I don't know. Oh, so, now my, my pre-sale is over. So the general public sale is supposed to start tomorrow. But like the tickets are showing on Ticketmaster right now. The prices are all higher. Every single one of them is higher than all the numbers I gave you yesterday. So, so who knows? If you were counting on uh, getting a floor ticket for four hundred bucks or whatever, you may be may have missed out on that. Darn, darn. If you were counting on getting a upper deck ticket for one hundred and twenty, you might have missed out on that. I don't know. It's just too bad. Yeah. So that would be hundred. That'd be two hundred fifty, or two hundred forty, because it'd be one hundred twenty and one hundred twenty for Sunday. No, man, it's one price, two nights. Okay. 
Yeah, it's a great deal. It really is. <laughs> Just ask them. Well, we'll see, man. The market will dictate, I guess. Now that they have dynamic ticket pricing, the pricing uh, could go up, could go down, I guess, depending on whether they sell out quickly or have a lot of seats to sell later on. Huh. Well, anyway. What's your prediction? What's my prediction about what? Is it going to sell out? Will the prices go up or will they go down? I think they're going to go down. They're going to sell out right away? No, no. I don't think so. I think it's way too early, and I think they fucked up. You think it's, it. they don't have enough wheelchair space? Too many seats, not enough wheelchair spaces? Is that what you think, or what? I, I, I just don't think it, it's gonna. they're going to sell out. I just Because it's too damn early. Well, that's my opinion. You got a lot of time. We'll see. All right. Being that we're almost to the wagering section of the program, um, what is the over-under if all of the band members will be alive in a year and a half to finish out the tour? That's a good question. That is. Uh, I'd probably put that at, are all four band members alive at the end of 2023? I would probably give you odds of like minus 300 on that. So you'd have to bet 300 to win 300? Is that how that works? No. You have to bet 3,000 to win 300? I don't I don't understand the plus. Bet 400 to win 100? Oh, you guys are getting so close. Yeah. Bet 300 to win 100. That's how minus 300. That's how any minus odds work. Ah. That's the number in order to win 100. Okay. Plus odds, bet 100. To win the number. I wonder if there's Vegas odds on it. There probably is at some little shitty casino off the strip trying to get people in the door. We got your Metallica odds. Metallica odds. Come in here. Free drinks and Metallica odds. Come on in. Well, if people are actually playing Deadpool, grabbing some Metallica guys might be a good thing to do. Could be. Could be. Well, I think we beat that dead horse to death, and it's time now for football picks. Paul, are you ready to do the football picks? I am. Have you cued the music? I've got the music ready and waiting for your cue. Okay, cue. Week 13 is what we're at. Let's uh, recap week 12. Uh... Coming off, uh, let's see. Wow. It's a, let's just say this is another bad week for me, I guess. I don't need to go back and look at week, week 11. I was thinking I did better than I did in week 11. <laughs> but never mind that. Uh, well, let's focus on week 12. <laughs> we, have, we picked 13 games. I selected five of them correctly against eight bad loser picks. Just 10, did a little better. Six winners, seven losers. The winner of the week. Go ahead and give it to me, baby. Your host with the most correct picks. Mike Winner, seven wins, 
Six losses. Bam. So where does that put me for the year now? Let's do some quick math. If you had bet... What does that put me for the year now? If you had bet $100 on every game... <clears throat> you'd have been ahead 100 bucks. Cut. You'd have been you'd have, you'd have finished up thirty six dollars and thirty cents. Beautiful, I'll Ooh. take it. You would have risked you'd have put thirteen hundred dollars on the line <laughs> and you'd have got back thirteen thirty six. That's what we call grinding it all went out. But you know, just just uh for a little more reference, if Justin had done the same, you would have lost hundred and fifty four dollars and fifty cents. That's how I play the game. And hey, okay, I know people are out there saying, but what about Paul with his five wins and eight losses? If I had bet $100 on every game, I would have lost $354. I'm sorry, $345.50. I didn't do that. Uh, Now the people are also asking, hey, what about the loss? You guys lost, right? We did. We we had three locks. We all picked Tennessee plus a point and a half over Cincy. That was a bad pick. We all picked the Jets minus seven over the Bears. That indeed was a winner. And we all picked the Chargers minus two and a half in Arizona. That was a loser because the Chargers went for two to win it at the end of the game and one by one. But very also not good for the betters. Well, what I mean, I I did the opposite. I, I bet for Green Bay, which I didn't even want to. But if we'd have gone with that one, would have been two and two. We would have. Uh, that was the Eagles minus six and a half that Mike and I went with the Eagles, and they did win by seven. Yeah. So why would we take your advice, Justin? Shit as usual, dude. I said I was just paying. I was picking Green Bay because then I won either way. How do you win either way? Well, either I'm right on the picks or I'm happy because Green Bay lost. But how are you winning anything if Green Bay lost? Hey, Vikings fan, dude. But you're still not winning anything. You don't own the team. Hey. Hey, My heart is happy, so I'm winning. Packers are 4-8, right? What I want is a fucking headache listening to you explain that. Okay, good. Anybody want to do some Week 13 tricks? Yeah, let's do those. Hello. Well, we've missed Thursday night football. It looks like the Bills are about to uh, wrap up a, a sizable victory over the Patriots. Uh, I'm Sunday, starting out with the uh, noon Central, <laughs> 1 o'clock Eastern slate of games. We've got the aforementioned Green Bay Packers, Justin's favorite, heading to Soldier Field, taking on the Bears. The Bears are a three-and-a-half-point underdog at home. As always, we're going to start with Mike. Break it down for us, big fella. Um, I'm going to break this down first. Hey, Justin, disconnect your uh, microphone that you're talking into and just talk into the, for- the phone normally because you're way too loud. And all right, that's enough shop talk. Here comes the game. Well, they're both shitty teams that nobody cares about. Unless you live in Green Bay or Chicago. If you're a fan of the NFL, you're not fucking watching this game. If you just... There's like no reason for you to watch this game. You know? 
The Bears are a three-point underdog at home. I don't like the game at all. They're both two shitty teams. Is Justin Fields coming back for this one? It looks like he will be on the field. Looks like he'll play. He's still uh, nursing the, I think it's the left shoulder injury. So will that affect him running the ball? I don't know. Well, as much as I hate to say it, I'm going to have to go ahead and take the Packers to cover. Because the Bears are that god-awful. Justin, what say you? Well, I say we need a little bit of a recap. I, I sent a text message to Mike, picking the Bills no matter what. But yes, um, no, I agree with uh, what Mike is saying um, on this game, 900%. Um, after all, Rodgers owns the Bears, so got to pick Green Bay. Okay, yeah. Paul. I, I was going to pick the Bears, but I forgot about Rodgers uh, owning them. Uh, man, I don't know. Call me a homer, but uh, I feel like this is the time the Bears finally get him. Now that the Packers are pretty clearly out of playoff contention, I think uh, I think this is the time that uh, it's time for the, the, the double discount double-check belt to get passed on, and Fields is going to take it. Oh, take the Bears. Well, do we know if is Rogers actually playing or is Love getting a shot? I uh, don't know. I forgot that Rogers had a boo boo. And how is Mike, it a hometown? How is it a hometown pick for you if you don't even live in Chicago? They're my team. Oh, okay. Just thanks for clearing that up. You're welcome. <laughs> Let's see. What do we got on Aaron Rodgers? Looks like he's questionable. Who cares? We've already spent way too much time on this game. Who gives a fuck? All Nobody's right, well, watching. Packers. Aaron Love. Uh, was it Aaron Love? No, Justin Love. What's his name? Justin Love. Fields. Jordan, like the country. Jordan. Uh, World Cup yeah. soccer. Have you heard of Jordan Love, Mike? No. <laughs> and yet you're the best picker on the show. I mean, well, who so. gives a fuck? It's two shitty teams. They should both right. be loaded into a cannon and shot into the fucking sun. Nobody cares unless you live right. in Green Bay or Chicago or a wannabe uh, shy town guy that lives in Indy. I mean, who cares? Seriously, why are we still Dude. talking about it? What do you mean? If you lived in Carolina, you'd really care because whichever team loses is fighting you for one of the top picks in the draft. Oh, my God. If you're that guy at home that watches the entire NFL draft, get up, turn the TV off, go start your car, pull it into the garage, shut the door behind you, and leave it running. I mean, my God. Get a life. Can you close the windows in the garage, too, or no? no? Close all the windows. If you're that person that watches the entire NFL draft, there's literally no hope. I'm sorry. All right. You ready for the next game? (laughs) Yeah, go ahead. The very upstart Washington Commanders travel to Jersey to take on the, uh, I guess, would the opposite of upstart be downstart? New York Giants? 
They're uh, they're on the downswing. The Giants at home are a two and a half point underdog to the Washington football team. It now goes by the name Commanders. Justin, we're going to start with you on this one. Well, even though uh, the Washington team there um, has the worst football coach in the league, um, I have to say, what's going to be worse, a bad coach or a bad quarterback in, in Daniel Jones? So, I mean, that's literally what you have to look at. Uh, the, the, the defense for Washington is getting better. Uh, the Giants are, are fading back to the mean, which is where they should be, but now they're playing a crappy team again, so who knows? I think that I'm going to throw the dice out there, and I'm going to go with the Giants. Okay. Uh, I agree. I think the Giants are going to get this win. Interesting uh, quirk in the schedule. Washington plays the Giants in back-to-back games. They have a Washington is on bye next week, but then uh, the following week, the Giants come into Washington. The Giants uh, aren't on bye, so they play somebody else. But two straight games for Washington against the Giants. I think uh, it'll be tough for either team to win two in a row, but I I like the Giants in this one at home. Mike? It's a real easy one. As as much as I like the Commanders, they're not going to beat the Giants at home. Give me the Giants to cover. So I guess we got a lock. Wow. I wasn't expecting that on this one. Lock it up. I thought people would be uh, living uh, living the, uh, the the Washington dream there. La vida loca? Drinking the Commander Kool-Aid. Not having it. All right, next up, the Jacksonville Jaguars heading to Ford Field, taking on... Oh, my God, puke. Do we got to pick this one? They're... They're big cat rivals, the Lions. This one, you got to pick it, and it's a pick em. No spread. <laughs> Just pick a winner. I'm up first, and I like the Jaguars. I like what they did uh, last week, taking down Baltimore. I think Detroit, uh, you know, they know how to be competitive, but they don't win a lot of games. I think Jacksonville takes this one. Mike? Give me Detroit the cover. Give me the kitties. It's a it's the Super Bowl of two shitty four and seven teams. Again. Nobody is, cover, nobody cover is watching. Point. Yeah. Nobody is watching unless you live in Jacksonville or Detroit. And even then, I don't think anybody in those two cities are gonna be watching. There's literally nobody watching this. Nobody. I mean, this is like a, a football game that they'd put on in prison for them to watch. Like, you guys, hey, it's NFL Sunday, and we're going to give you guys a treat. It's the Jaguars and the Lions. This is what you guys get to watch. And I don't even think people with a life sentence would watch this game. But give me the Lions. They're at home. Why not? You got them. Justin, are are you willing to lay a half point? I tell you, I've got a super big take on this game. Oh, my God. Why would anybody have a take on this game? Well, you, you just you mentioned it. Both teams only have four wins, so the loser climbs way up in the draft. But we're not even going to consider that because we're going to go back to the earlier in the show here, and we're going to go back to the World Cup. Being this is a pick'em game, and the lack of scoring is going to be super prevalent. Prevalent. I'm going to go out on a limb, and I'm going to do a deep dive, and I'm taking the tie. A tie. <laughs> 
I don't think you can bet on that in American football. Yeah, you, you definitely can. do it in in soccer. But they don't they don't oh. offer that, do they? Well, they have a You know what? Actually, I think you can find that. You got to dig in. Let me see what the odds are. Let me see if I can find that. All I know is I don't have to put much down and I'll make a bankroll on it. I've seen that before where you can bet on a tie, which is this so here it is. Three way money. That's World Cup soccer right here. It's it's plus six thousand, Mike. You wanna tell the people at home what that means? That means you need to bet sixty thousand dollars to win six thousand bucks, my friends. No it does not. If you bet a hundred dollars you win six thousand, right? Yep, that's Another way to say that is 60 to 1 odds. So, I don't know. I, I think that if he picks the tie and he and they actually tie, we give him, like, the automatic win for the week. It's like, Here. This is like as good as 10 wins. Okay, fine. You got it. Just 10 for the tie. But if they don't tie, it's just a loss, bud. Another loss and a long line of losses, just 10. Well, exactly. Uh, 60 to 1. I'm going to laugh if that comes through. <laughs> All right, next up, we're going to move to the East Coast. Tennessee Titans taking on the Philadelphia Eagles. Eagles are a four and a half point favorite at home. Mike, we're back to you. Uh, all right. I'm sorry, I didn't pull it up. I. Uh, let me see here. Um, it's the Eagles minus four and a half at home. I got it against Tennessee. Give Are me, you like look? Give me see what the public's doing. What's the public on? Uh the public. Eighty-one percent of the bets coming in are on Tennessee to cover. On the money line, it's sixty-seven percent on Tennessee. So I will take the Tennessee Titans. I will go with the public that they'll cover. That's interesting. On my DraftKings app, it says 24% of the bets placed are on Tennessee. <laughs> so not sure how reliable these uh, statistics are either way. Who had the better Just record saying? last week, me or you? Uh, it was you, dude, definitely. Okay. Totally. All right. The guy who's never heard of Jordan Love. Obviously, he's spoken his ener- his energies on more important things. Fuck Jordan Love. There, I said it. I don't care about Jordan Love. <laughs> Fuck him. Fuck him right in the ass. Why well, say you to care about him? I just expect you to have heard of him before. But that's okay. Justin, what's your take on this tilt? Well, the Vikings flat out need um, the Eagles to lose, so... Let's let's get two thirds of a lock down there, and we'll t- we'll take the Tennessee Titans on this. You're betting on the Titans because the Vikings will benefit from an Eagles loss, right? Hard to argue with that logic. <laughs> uh, let's see. <laughs> the Eagles just squeaks by. I mean, they just barely covered, beating Green Bay by seven last week. They squeaked by the Colts the week before. Uh, I think the Eagles probably win this game, 
But I think Tennessee keeps it close. I I, I think I'm going to take Tennessee plus the four and a half. And it sounds like we're all on the same side of that one. Lock it up. Next up, the New York Jets head to U.S. Bank Stadium to take on your Minnesota Vikings. Vikings are laying three points at home. Justin, are you going to pick the Vikings because the Vikings would benefit from a win? Well, that would that would make too much sense. Come on, man. Well, the question here more so is, um, who's going to be the running back? Is it Michael Carter or is it Zonovan Knight? Is Michael Carter going to be healthy? Or are they going to continue to go with the rookie? And even more so, Mike White, is he going to, is Mike White, not Zonovan Knight, is Mike White going to be lights out like he was last week? Now, last year he was a superstar in his first start, and then he was a dud in the next two. So really follow that pattern. With all that being said, yes, we're going to take the Vikings just because they're at home. Okay. Looks like Michael Carter remains sidelined for Thursday's practice. James Robinson, though, could be in, who was a healthy scratch last week. So you could have uh, Mike's boy, James Robinson, instead of uh, Zonovan Knight. What a name. (laughs) I'll take Donovan, except with a Z, please. Uh, so I'm sorry, Justin. You like uh, who? The Vikings? Yes, because they're at home. Okay, yeah, that's probably why they got three points. I guess I just kind of surprised. They're a nine and two team. The Jets are what seven and five, and the Vikings are only a three point favorite at home, huh? Uh, I guess I got to take a pick here. I mean, I would have definitely gone with the Vikings. If uh, Zach Wilson was still in for the Jets. But, man, Mike White, he was impressive last week, wasn't he? Mike Winter? Yeah, whoever that is. Oh, so yeah, the quarterback for the Jets. $25 to pick him up in fantasy. Oh, yeah, I just did that to piss you off. Um, yeah, he did look good. He had, like, 300-plus yards and how many touchdowns? Three or four? Enough. Yeah. He had a great uh, game. I mean, he's playing for a spot on the team. There's no concrete quarterback for the Jets right now, and uh, it's up for grabs. I mean, good for him. I'm gonna go, but I'm gonna go ahead and take the Vikings to cover. I'll be at the game, so I'll be cheering pretty hard. And if they don't cover, yeah, I'm gonna rip my fucking betting slip up and throw it on the field. I bet. Well, it's not gonna be on your uh, wisecracking with winner locks parlay ticket because I'm going to take the Jets if for no other reason than to be contrarian because I don't, I don't need the Vikings messing up our uh, wisecracking locks parlay okay I know you I know you don't want that you don't want them to be the one that screws it up because you told us earlier in the season the Vikes never cover rarely yeah screw that next up we have the Denver Broncos Taking on the Baltimore Ravens at as that's still called MD Bank Stadium up there in the great state of Maryland. Baltimore at home the eight and a half point favorite. Uh, I'm up first. Denver's awful. Baltimore blows a lot of uh, second half leads like they did 
to lose to Jacksonville last week. The only uh, problem with that scenario playing out this week is that uh, Denver has no offense. So I don't think they're capable of helping Baltimore blow a second-half lead. I think uh, Baltimore gets ahead early and they coast. I'll take them and lay the eight-and-a-half. Mike? It's another game nobody cares about. Well, a lot of people do, man. I mean, Baltimore and Cincinnati are tied for the division lead. Uh, why would why would you be interested in that? Oh, I guess I'm just speaking for myself. I don't care. It's going to be a runaway. Baltimore is going to kill him. Give me Baltimore. You got it, Justin. Can I just take the under on this one? Uh, let's check. What is the under? I don't care. If it's under 40 points, I'll take it. Oh, I bet it isn't. Well, I mean, it is under 40. Wait. You want it if it's under 40? Even if it is, yeah. Yeah, definitely take it. It's at 39 and a half. Currently, 39 and a half. Bet that under. Bet the house. Go to the bank. Get a mortgage. Get a HELOC and bet bet it on under. Mike, are you on the under or the over there? 39 and a half. Oh, definitely the under. All right, we'll make that a lock. But, Justin, you need to pick the spread. <laughs> oh, I mean, Depends I need to pick my nose. I'm, I'm in agreement with Mike that these two teams suck. But, um, I mean, you have to – I mean, the Ravens are a team that are actually, you know, in a playoff hunt, and Denver is looking for, forward to the year after next. And I'm starting to wonder now. I'm starting to second guess and wonder if uh, – Denver's defense actually keeps this close, but I've already committed to my pick, so it looks like we're locked both on the under and the Baltimore minus eight and a half. Is that right, Justin? Hold on, hold on. Nope, that was too much. I'll take Denver. I'm okay, under. great. Ravens win, but not by more than eight and a half. All right, next up, we've got the Pittsburgh Steelers heading south to take on the Dirty Birds in Atlanta. Atlanta is a very slim one-point favorite at home. Mike, you're up. Another game. Four and seven Steelers, five and seven Falcons. Horrible, horrible football. The only people watching this are degenerate junkie gamblers. Um, and I don't okay. consider myself in that in that group. But I'm just going to go ahead and take the Steelers this time. I'm feeling the Steelers. They're going to cover. Okay. Justin, what do you say? So, basically, the Steelers are going to win is what he's saying because or the Ste- or uh, Atlanta wins by one. Well, that would be a push. Yeah. So No, no, no. I mean, so Atlanta's a roller coaster, and they suck. But they're a much better team because they're a middle-of-the-road team compared to Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's dog turds. Hey, those dog Atlanta. turds just beat the Colts on Monday. Yeah, blind squirrel finds a nut every once in a while, too. I'll catch that on the playback, I guess. Uh, I'm taking Atlanta all day. They're actually in the playoff hunt, only a half game. Uh, the division lead behind uh, Tampa. I think they really got something to play for, and I think they put it together this week. Moving along, the Cleveland Browns 
The return of old uh, Deshaun Watson. And not only the return of Deshaun Watson to the football field, the return of Deshaun Watson to the, what is it, Reliance Stadium down there in Houston. The Browns taking on the Texans. The Texans are a seven-point underdog at home. Justin, you're up first. All right. Everybody put your hands together for Mr. Deshaun Watson. Um. On. That's supposed to be coming to America, Randy Watson. Or if you're in a massage parlor, everybody put your, oh, if you're a masseuse, put your hands on the cock and get rubbing. Here's the Deshaun Watson, right? I thought that was where Should have went to you first on this one, Mike. Sorry. <laughs> well, I mean, the whole thing is, is though with Watson in there, there's going to be an explosion somewhere. That's what we know, and it's going to be on the field with Cleveland's offense because for, for the first time since their existence in 15 or 20 years, not jumping onto the Ravens' past history of the Browns, this generation of this franchise, they've got a real quarterback. Cleveland. Boom. All right. Mike Justin Trump. takes Cleveland. Uh, man, I'm kind of torn on this one. If it was like... If the spread was a little higher, I think I'd take Houston. I don't know. I think, you know, I'm going to take Houston. I think they're going to try oh to ruin the, the return of Watson. And, uh, you know, Houston, they're so bad that they can win a game. And Justin will appreciate this. It won't even hurt their uh, draft standing. Because yeah, nobody the in the league has got less than three wins except Houston, who's only got one win. So I think, you know, Houston spoils this uh Return of the, the Deshaun Watson. I don't think the explosion happens on the field. Maybe it happens in the training room. Mike, you disagree? Yes. The explosion's going to happen on the massage table. It's going to happen on the carpet next to the massage table. It's going to happen on some, somebody's going to get face painted. There's going to be explosions all over the place. Deshaun Watson is going to be exploding all over the Houstons. Exploding and exploding and exploding until they're all covered and Watson's goo. This is going to be a runaway for the Browns. How many? How many points will the Browns get for that? What, what for all the explosions? Yeah. Oh, probably a lot of it. a lot of points because all the Texans are going to be blinded by the explosions. Give me the Browns all day long on this. Browns one. minus seven. You got them. Yes. May I change okay. my pick? You want to go to Houston? I do, because just thinking about it when Mike was talking here, so if Houston's got the number one overall pick, Cleveland traded their pick to Houston, so this is the one game that they for sure want to win to make sure Cleveland slides further down in the draft, because what? That's their pick. Oh, You guys are morons. Okay. <laughs> okay, we're moving out to the uh, late afternoon palette of matchups. Seattle Seahawks coming off a very smarting loss to the Las Vegas Raiders last week. will head down to SoFi Stadium to take on the hapless Rams to try to right the Seahawks ship. Seahawks are laying seven points on the road. Uh, looks like this is my pick to start with. Uh, 
I think seven points is a lot, but I think this is kind of the game where Seattle gets right, and I'll take Seattle and lay the seven. The Rams, obviously, I think everybody knows most of what their problems are. Uh, Justin? Well, I don't know if you guys know this Let's go to Mike. Pete Carroll's 85-year-old ass is going to get his team to play this week. The Rams are hot garbage. They're a garbage fire rolling right down the mean streets of Hollywood right now. They are god-awful. Is Stafford even going to play, or is he just done for the year? Does he even care anymore? He doesn't care anymore. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. In L.A. Aaron Donald doesn't care. No, nobody cares. Aaron Donald doesn't care. Stafford is doubtful. Stafford is doubtful. They even returned to the Rams. Did not practice uh, Wednesday. Yeah. Give me the sea chickens all day on this one. Okay, Justin, are you going to make it uh, unanimous? Well, I don't know if you guys know this at all, but um, Dwayne Eskridge and I are a lot closer than people know. I mean, I we're, we're Twitter buddies and stuff like that, and he was telling me, you know, Absolutely. nobody week, knows that. Nobody even knows who that guy is. Uh, he's a he was a rookie last year wide receiver, you know, for the Seahawks. So, I mean, he's always injured, but you know, so he's he's watching the games from his couch on the, his feet up on the ottoman because he's always got leg injuries. But he he said that they're really pissed in Seattle from with what happened last week, and they're going to make the Rams pay. So, um, as a side lock, he thinks like I do. As a, as a side lock. Bet on Seattle for the most points in the in this week. Um, heck yeah, they're going to go above forty on this week. So uh, Seattle takes the cake on that one. The over under on this uh, matchup is currently only at forty one. So you're, you're thinking that could be Seattle forty one, Rams zero. I'm thinking I could be like Seattle like forty three, Rams like. 14 or 13 or 9. All right. So, Mike, you like the over there? I think maybe I like the over there, too. What is the number again? 41. The under. Okay. I'm saying Seattle's going to score over 40. No. No way. No. Well, that's not that's not how the over-under works. But, uh, but yeah, you definitely want to be on the over. Uh... But Mike's taking the under. Okay, thought maybe we'd have a double lock on that one, but not, 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 not yet. The Miami Dolphins at the San Francisco 49ers. 49ers are a four-point favorite at Levi Stadium. Yeah, that's what it is. Mike, here's a game you've got to care about, right? This is actually a fascinating game between two good teams that are on the that are both up and coming. G- give me Miami. Give me Miami in this one. I got a good feeling about it. Well, what are the betters doing on this one, Mike? Uh, I could take a look. The betters are going with Miami. 79% are betting on Miami to cover the spread. And where are you getting these numbers from again? Your dad wrote me a letter. Oh, okay. I believe it because I went with uh, the fit with you, what you said the fans were doing, and it didn't help me in my picks last week. I went with them multiple times. 
I don't know where you get your information, but I get all my information from Paul's dad. Well, I get it from you, so. (laughs) (laughs) Charging a subscription service for that. Justin, what do you think on this one? Okay, what is the actual spread again? San Francisco minus four. Against who? (laughs) Against the uh, Toledo Chiefs. Toledo Chiefs, that's a tough one then. Um, Minus four. Moon's over Miami. And it's in Frisco, right? Yeah. Levi's Stadium. That's the one. Are you looking at a newspaper or something, Justin? No, I'm staring at the stars, wishing it was your eyes. (laughs) Okay. <laughs> I think you're you know staring at. I think you're staring at your uncle's brown star right now. There you go. Levi's five hundred one jeans lock. We might as well go with uh, Frisco, the forty eighters. Okay. Well, I'm gonna say you know San Francisco's defense looked good last week. I mean they they shut out the Saints thirteen nothing, but that's uh, it's like not a top notch offensive performance, and I. I do think uh, the Saints had the ball twice, uh, goal to go. So they fumbled once, and then I, I think they turned it over on downs late. Uh, so I think that was a deceptive score. I think you know Frisco was lucky to win that one handily, at least uh, on the final score sheet. I think I'm going to take Miami on this one. I don't know if they win, but I think they at least uh, keep it close. I'll take the four points there. All right, moving on, we've got the Los Angeles Chargers coming off their big one-point victory over Arizona. This time, they're in Las Vegas. And Vegas, coming off their upset of the Seahawks, perhaps surprisingly to some, they're a one-point favorite at home, which essentially, by and large, makes this a pick but just a slight edge to the Raiders. Who's up first here? What's the over-under on it? The over-under is 50 and a half. Ooh. Tossy. We need a pick. We need a team pick here, Justin. Okay, so Raiders, Chargers, over 50. Let's do it. Over. Um... I will say, just for no other reason, you can't, I mean, the Raiders, you just you just can't count on them, and you can count on the Chargers almost less, but slightly more, so therefore, Chargers. Okay, you got them. Uh, I'm going to say the Raiders are hot, the Chargers are not so much. I mean, Arizona is not a good team. They shouldn't, it shouldn't have had to come down to a two-point conversion at the end of the game for the Chargers to win that. Yeah, Josh Jacobs is hot. I think he's going to run over the Chargers. And the uh, Raiders are going to keep rolling. Mike, give us your thoughts. The Raiders are trash, garbage. Satan. They mean the same thing. I'm just getting tired. They're a hot mess. Filthy dirty, terrible team. Give me the Chargers. They actually have something to play for. They'll cover. 
Hey, the Raiders haven't been eliminated yet. Just saying. The Raiders are garbage. They've won two in a row. Garbage. Going nowhere. They're going for a victory this weekend for three in a row. Not happening. Well, that's what you say. That is what I say. That's right. That's what Justin says. But let it be known, I disagree. All right. You're picking the hometown team again, or? I am taking the hometown (laughs) Raiders. Not my hometown. I've spent, you know, a fair amount of time in Vegas, but not quite home away from home yet. I forget. You live in Indianapolis, but your hometown is Chicago. No, I didn't. But you grew up in Minneapolis. Okay. I said I was making a homer pick. All right. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) To pick the Kansas City Chiefs at the Cincinnati Bengals. Bengals, a one and a half point underdog at home. Let's pick this game. I'm going to start us out. I think this is a tough one. Kansas City, I think I think their performance shows they're the, they're the best team. They're the most successful team in the AFC. But I don't think they're dominant. The Bengals really have a lot to play for here. They are fighting to get in the playoffs and to potentially win the AFC North. Uh, the, Bengals, the, the Chiefs have a lot of margin for error right now at least in the division. Of course, they're playing for that number one seed. Uh, I think this one goes down to the wire. I think I've got to... I'm going to take Cincinnati in the point and a half. It could be a one-point victory for the Chiefs. Or maybe there's a, a Bengals win here. I think I'm getting tired too. Mike, drop some knowledge on us. Wake us up. Wake the audience up. Oh my God! There's no need to even. The Chiefs are gonna absolutely stomp the guts out of the Bengals. They're still pissed about last year, and they are going to massacre the Bengals. Come massacre? on, massacre! Is, that, is yes. that where you like you work on somebody's finger? Yes, massacre! It's gonna be a <laughs> damn massacre of dead Bengal tigers all over the damn field. Killed by the big tomahawk of the Chiefs. They are going okay. to crush them. I love the enthusiasm. Justin, can you match it? Well, Pilgrim, this is what I'm going to say. If it's 60 points or under, take that. Because this is going to be a shootout of shootout proportions. So basically, Mike's exactly right. Kansas City's not going to stop. They're not going to punt. Uh, it's going to be upper 30s versus lower 30s. So, depending on what what it is, I mean, if it's 60 or under, make some extra money. So, you're saying to take the over if it's under 60? 900%. It's, it's 52 and a half. So, we got you strong on the over there. And oh, taking, hell yeah. And on the line... For the game, you're taking who? Kansas City all the way. It could be 20. All the way. Okay. If it's within 10 points, yeah. 
Kansas City. One and a half. Kansas City. You're laying it. You got it, buddy. All right. Finally, Sunday night football. Wrapping up a long day of American football games. The Indianapolis Colts at AT&T Stadium, a.k.a. Jerry World, trying to hang with the Dallas Cowpokes. Dallas laying ten and a half at home. Mike, tell us if anybody cares about this game. No, nobody cares. Give me the Cowboys. You got Dude, it. it's America's team. Ten and a half. Justin. It's America's team, Mike. Everybody cares about it. Everybody's going to be tuned in. Yeah, they do. But be that as it may, Indianapolis is fighting for their playoff lives, and you know what? Are you crazy? They're fighting for their playoff lives? Are you, are you like, snorting glue at your uncle's house while you stare at his brown star? What in the fuck are you talking about? The Colts <laughs> suck. Just like the Raiders. Just like the Jaguars. Just like Detroit. It's another waste of time. This game is a waste of time. Waste. So should I so should I go after the tie on this one and also go for two I ties? don't know. You can't make this game interesting. Just pick the Cowboys and move on. The Colts playing for their playoff <laughs> lives? What the fuck? <laughs> well, I had to build it up, dude. I'm trying nobody, to build it up. No, well, I do. I do think that the Cowboys are going to win, but I think that they're vastly overrated just because they you have to pay the star, the star on the side of the helmet tax. Oh so my and, God. It, Dallas is going to win, but Indianapolis is going to cover. Okay. All right. Well, I gotta say, I don't know that the Colts' playoff lives are still worth playing for, but I do think the Colts are playing for Jeff Saturday's dark horse contention for coach of the year when he was first announced DraftKings had him at 200 to 1 but then after that uh, surprise victory he dropped what? to 80 to 1 <clears throat> he dropped to 80 to 1 are you so fucking high actually, too you're fucking crazy too people are going to sports book people are going to the sports book and they're betting money on Jeff Saturday to be named NFL coach of the year my God, the players the do not give a fuck about his career. They give a fuck about their paychecks. What? They don't care about Saturday. The odds have dropped to 200 to 1. So now it's going to be, it's, he's a bigger long shot than he was two weeks ago. Put some and money down. Uh, win Why here. spending so much time on this shit? Why? <laughs> oh, we could have saved time and talked a little bit less about soccer. I'd rather talk about anyway. soccer the entire next show than spend one more second on Colts Cowboys. Anyway, and Jeff I'll, Saturday I'll playing for his job. NFL oh Coach God. of the Year odds. What? I do think that the Colts will keep this game under double digits. I will take the ten and a half points, and that gets us to Monday night. You know, Mike. We were so excited about this Sunday night matchup, we didn't even get to hear you sing. There is no song for that game. There's, there is no, no song. It's not, just, are you ready for Jeff No, nope, nope, there will be nothing. The game's just going to come on. There won't be any build-up. Are you ready for Monday some soccer? Song? I'd rather. 
I'd rather sit and watch soccer than watch that game. I'll tell you that. I don't know if I'm going to get home in time to watch the uh, Colts and Cowboys. I'm. All right. Yeah. Okay. I hope so. I can only hope. I think that was All right, right there is literally the worst take of the night. I'd rather watch soccer than anything else. I'd I'd rather watch soccer than watch Colts Cowboys. Set your VCR for some of that round of sixteen uh, action. Record record that during because I think they play in the afternoon, so you can record that when the rest of the games are on, and then you can watch that instead of Sunday night football. All right, are you ready and for the Monday can, night song? You can you make ready? up your own song for Sunday night soccer. Oh God! Are you ready yeah. for some soccer or football as the rest of the world knows it? Yeah. Are you ready for anybody to score a goal? Too bad, they probably won't. (laughs) Yeah, okay, okay. What's worse, watching soccer or 500 laps of a car turning around in a circle? Oh, man, that's a tough one. (laughs) That's like, pick your poison... I I mean, that's what they use to torture people, I think. All right, here comes the Monday Night Song. Are you ready for some football? Some Monday Night Action! Lord knows there wasn't fucking anything else to watch on Sunday night! Except Jeff Saturday playing for a job he's probably not gonna fucking have! But all the players love him so much, so they're going out to play. And thank God the game is over. Let's watch some Monday Night Football between a couple of relevant teams. Yeah. I'll make it real easy for you. I'll take the Buccaneers. I'm turning my mic off. All right. We got the Saints at the Buccaneers. Buccaneers laying four points at home. Mike's willing to lay the four points. Justin, what do you say? I got to go with. You know, the TV all day. The Tampa Bay Tom Brady Buccaneers. All right, you got them. The real question is, is this going to be our fourth lock of the week? I doubt it. You're going to come up with Tomorrow's probably not playing. All listeners are at home saying, ooh, do I add this to my Wisecracking Locks parlay? And I'm sorry, folks. If you're looking for a four-game parlay, you're going to have to pick it on your own because I think the Saints... Go in and win this one. What? They're, uh, well, I'm not going to say they're a good team, but I mean, neither is Tampa Bay, and maybe they don't win, but, uh, Tampa Bay's not blowing anybody out. Tampa Bay's treading water until the playoffs. So, I'll take the four points. It gives me a lot of options. Straight up Saints win. Tampa Bay on a last minute field goal. Yeah. Tampa Bay on a field goal with two minutes to go that gives them the lead. Yeah. Tampa Bay on a field goal at the end of the third yeah, quarter. Yeah, we, we can spend Nobody's all night going, going through the scenarios. Teams are boring and don't score. Hey, you forgot Tampa Bay on the, the safety. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Go. It could be Tampa Bay on an early field goal in the third quarter, or the first quarter. Final score, Tampa Bay 3, New Orleans 0. All right. If there's any more talk, I'm going to turn your channel down. Do you you know that it could be Tampa Bay in a tie? Okay. So now I turned them down. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to Wise Kraken with Winter. If you'd like more in-depth analysis of an easy game like the Saints and Buccaneers, um, tune in to... uh, one of the 3,000 NFL shows that are on, but 
We're not spending any more time on it. You, you guys can keep talking in the background. I don't care. We're not spending any more time on Mike's it. Mike's got to go read his soccer news. I'd rather, read, I'd rather fucking go out and collect FIFA stickers and create a <laughs> sticker book. Than Are you going to st- shave the back of your head and start sticking them to that? I could. I, I'm awesome. balding. I can just stick them then, on there. And then you could, could like get tattoos. Yes, absolutely. Yep. Okay. Thank you for listening to Wise Kraken with Winter. We will see you next week. You guys want to say goodbye? Do you want to plug anything? Hey, I was just wondering, like, if... Do you guys want to say goodbye? Do you want to plug anything? If I had a birthday or something coming up, and I wanted somebody to come over and twist balloons for me... Okay. I mean, do you you know, like, how could I make that happen? Get a hold of Twisted Catering. They're in Minneapolis and they're on the interweb. That's Twisted Catering. Okay, Justin, do you want to plug anything? Sure, but um, I, I'm just going to be Terry Kill and say deuces. Okay, deuces. Deuces it is. Hey, thank you for listening. Make sure you like and rate us on Apple and Spotify. Spread the love. Tell your friends about the program. I'm glad you sat through that last 10 minutes. It was agonizing. God bless. I owe you a favor. All right. Good night.